Greetings and welcome to the Bible Unbound podcast. My name is Jim, and you're going to join us for a brief live discussion on the subject of once saved, always saved, and the concept of believing loyalty, believing loyalty as an answer to the once saved, always saved controversy that from time to time rages between the Baptists and the Assembly of God, or between the Fundamentalists and the Wesleyans and Methodists. Uh, It rages from time to time, and then it gets silenced or gets quiet for a little bit, and then it comes back up. In the concept of believing loyalty, I'm indebted to Dr. Michael Heiser for his initial considerations on this subject, and I would encourage you to look up online the subject of believing loyalty under his name, Dr. Michael Heiser. We have a little bit of a take on it in that we see that it's a good way to address the subject of once saved, always saved. So this is a recording that comes from one of my Bible classes that I do. So you're going to have to uh, put up with some of the background noise. In this particular case, the setting is a home, and these people happen to really like uh, their uh, grandfather clock. And so it will go off. Uh, I just don't have the nerve to ask him to unplug the grandfather clock. It's apparently quite quite an ordeal to get it set back up again at the right time. So... You'll have that as a little bit of background entertainment. So welcome to the Bible Unbound podcast. Once saved, always saved is our consideration in this episode. Well, that's that's a good question. And if I was to begin to address that, we'd be here all night with that, with that issue, which is a huge controversy. OSAS is what it's called, O-S-A-S. Once saved, always saved. And it's pretty much, yeah, boils down to the Baptists take this viewpoint, the Assembly of God, Methodist, and the Wesleyans take this side. One believes OSAS, the other one totally can't stand it. And the two are at loggerheads. And to me, that's not really addressing the issue. The issue is deeper. It's significantly deeper than that. And uh, so so I don't like to bounce up there on the surface with these guys who are dancing around this all controversy. I, I like to kind of take a different angle at it a little bit deeper to to truly address it. it's And in fact, I was asked by one of the teachers at the Baptist Church if I would write him a statement on that. And so that's what I did. I said, you're not going to like this because it's not going to be your typical Baptist versus Wesleyan or Methodist uh, Assembly of God controversy. I'm not going to go there. I'm going to go to a little bit different place. So, You know, the label that I like to give it is what's called believing loyalty. Because you could take a character like David, okay? What if you were to see him, a portrait of his life, say on a screen, theater, and what you saw was the night that he was tempted with Bathsheba. And then you saw his efforts to try to kill Bathsheba's husband. What's the one sin that David never committed? That almost all, take for example, his son Solomon, uh, was horrible. What was the one sin David never committed? He never went to another god 
ever. And that was the point. That's why God called him a man after my own heart. Even when he was, I mean, the Psalms that were written prior to Psalm 51 and Psalms that were written after Psalm 51, Psalm 51 is his prayer, a Psalm of repentance. And that's when Nathan the prophet came in and gave him the parable about the lamb. And uh, that was not, that was not a deal breaker for God, believe it or not. What was a deal breaker was idolatry. If you, because I'm a jealous God, you go trading me off for pieces of wood and stone and call them living gods, you're toast, you're out of here, you're gone. And so that's what killed the Israelites was idolatry. I mean, yeah, God doesn't favor the others. Obviously, those are those are sins that represent bad things that are happening in your life. But the ultimate bad thing was idolatry. David was the kind of guy who would dance before his wife, before the Lord, naked, with joy, because the Ark of the Covenant was coming home. So, you know, he was this wild fanatic for Yahweh. And that's what God loved. You read the Psalms, where do you get that kind of spirit? I mean, the kind of spirit that breathes through the Psalms man after God's own heart, even though. And same thing with Peter. Peter denies the Lord publicly three times. Jesus knew his heart, and he knew that Peter had that tendency to defect, but Peter never worshipped anything else. In fact, as soon as it says in Luke that when he saw, Jesus looked down upon Peter, said Peter wept and fell into just his puddle of tears. That was the heart. That's after God. Deep repentance and no idolatry. Believing loyalty. And you're right, Melvin, that's the key to once saved, always saved. That's the key that the Baptists up here, the Methodists up here don't get. They're not willing to take that deeper plunge and to look at the spirit of the heart of the man that's within him. Could David have lost his salvation? You gotta leave that question out. As long as he was loyal to God, no. As long as he didn't commit high treason. He could always repent. Not that it doesn't matter how you live. That's not what I'm arguing at all. Well, that, that gives people like me hope, you know, because I'm a mess. Thank you for joining with us in this brief episode of the Bible Unbound podcast. Have a great day in the Lord.